Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Hey, hey, hey. It is time indeed for another episode of The Entrepreneurial You podcast. I am your host, Henneka watkins Porter. It is a pleasure for me to welcome back those of you who continue to listen week after week or some weeks or however many times you listen. And a very special welcome to you if this is your first time. Now, last week I spoke with Janine Thompson, a transformational coach, speaker, and author. We spoke about the power of and what stands between you and your highest self. This week, I'm super excited, yay, because I'll be talking with someone who coaches executives and entrepreneurs to become the top 1% of communicators within their industry. But before I bring him on, let me do what I normally do and is thank those who make this podcast a success. Of course, their continued support of the entrepreneurial you is highly, highly appreciated. So we're talking about the National People's Cooperative Bank of Jamaica, Profit Jumpstarter, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange, whose podcast, the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You, is also produced and hosted by me. So let's take a break right here and listen to a word from our sponsors. We needed to raise capital. But our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. Now, committed to the growth and development of their members is the tagline of our sponsor who provide us with the opening business tip, and that's the National PC Bank of Jamaica. And today's tip is to get organized. Successful businesses rely on proper organization. The level of organization can either make or break your business. Without organization, tasks can pile up and you lose valuable money and time, right? And we know that time also translates to money. All right, thank you, the National PC Bank of Jamaica Limited. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. My guest on episode 294 of The Entrepreneur You is Brendan Kumarazmi. Now, Brendan is the founder of Master Talk. He coaches ambitious executives and entrepreneurs 
to become the top 1% of communicators in their industry. He also has a popular YouTube channel, Master Talk, to provide free access to communication tools for everyone worldwide. Welcome, welcome. Hey, it's great to be here, Hanika. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Do you know anything about the Jamaican culture? I, my friend, one of my best friends is a rapper, and he's Jamaican. Yeah? But oh, beyond no. that, I, I don't really know that much. <laughs> okay. So he hasn't passed on anything to you, hasn't shared anything with you? I mean, I have to question his friendship, you know, and best <laughs> friend. Let me, let me tell him that I'm putting it into question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I I eat a lot of Jamaican food, like patties. Well, come on. That counts for something. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Of course, you get a pass, man. All right. So today we're talking about overcoming the fear of public speaking. And there's not one person I've ever met who has not have, I mean, who don't have or has not have at some point or another, some, you know, feel that deep fear of going into public and speaking. Now, some persons, you know, manage that very well, while some are still struggling. And today we're going to be talking about, you know, overcoming that fear. You have a lovely YouTube channel and this is your life's mission to help people get over that. So let me first ask, how did you get into this field of public speaking? And weren't you afraid of going out and speaking in public to begin with? Absolutely, Heineke. And you're absolutely right. I, I was really scared growing up, and I'll explain why. I grew up in a city called Montreal in Canada. For those who don't know, Montreal is a city where you need to know how to speak French, mm-hmm. which, which is a language I did not know. So my whole life, not only was I afraid of communication, I was presenting in a language I didn't even know. So I'd look at the crowd in first grade, I'd look at them and say, uh, bonjour. And that was my life growing up as a kid. I also have a crooked left arm because of a surgery I had when I was younger. So I had a lot of insecurity around that. And you would think, Henneke, that an expert in communication studied in communication. Yeah, I got a bachelor's degree in accounting. So I was definitely afraid. But what happened was when I got to college, I started doing these things called case competitions. Think case? of it like case competitions. Uh-huh. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So all the guys my age were playing football or rugby or soccer. I wasn't one of those guys. I did presentations competitively, and that's how I learned how to speak. But then as I got older, I started coaching a lot of the students on how to communicate, and that's what led to Master Talk and what I do today. Mm-hmm. It's quite an interesting story. Um, I know there is a there there has been a, a, a study that done, and there's a type of treating fear. Um, where whatever you're afraid of, they just immerse you into that thing. So if you're afraid of frogs, you are left in a room (laughs) full with frogs, you know. Um, It's pretty scary to begin with. But then whatever it is, after a while, you know, you no longer fear that thing because you recognize being placed in that environment, it it never killed you, right? So um, it worked. And I'm thinking the same thing as it relates to, you know, those case competitions that you were involved with, because what that would have done is clearly um, created that environment uh, for, for you to build your muscles, to overcome the fear so that now you can also begin coaching people. So I think that's excellent. And I wish we had 
um, a lot of us would be exposed to something like that. Uh, I know, for example, there is also Toastmasters, but it's kind of a different thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Toastmasters. I think it's a great organization. I think the only difference between, let's say, case competitions or what I do in the coaching side is it's a lot more intense. So you get results a lot more faster. But if you're just getting started, in, like chapter one, and, and you're you're getting started in your career as well, I think Toastmasters is a great resource. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in your coaching, um, have you identified... Uh, or is it any one thing, what what that root cause of the fear of public speaking is for each client that you coach? Do you find it's one thing or it's different things impacting, you know, their their level of fear? Yeah, I would say the root cause of why it happens is actually very similar across all the clients. And if you think about it, it actually makes sense. So the question we need to ask ourselves, Henneke, is where do we learn how to communicate formally? The answer for all of us is the education system high school, elementary school, whether we live in Canada or Jamaica or the U.S. or anywhere, that's where we learn how to give presentations. But all of those presentations have three fundamental challenges. The first one is that every presentation is mandatory. No one wakes up in the morning and says, hey, Hanukkah, you want to get breakfast and present all day? Nobody says that. And then problem two is that all of those presentations are never something you're passionate about. You never get to pick the topic. It's never, hey, what do you love? Do you love Jamaican culture? Do you love podcasting, media? No, you have to talk about Shakespearean poetry. And then after you've done that, <laughs> you have to talk about the history of Missouri. And you're sitting there, and you're like, I don't live in Missouri. Why do I have to do that? And then finally, number three, the worst of all, Henneke, all of those presentations are tied to a punishment. So if you don't do a great job, not only do you not get any encouragement, you get a slap in the face and you lose 25% of your grade. Meaning, what's the conclusion? We grow up believing that communication is a chore, so it becomes one, and nobody wants to get better at doing the dishes. Oh my gosh. Never ever before have I heard it said so succinctly, yet profoundly. Uh and when you think about it, it does make sense because, you know, you're, you're writing, even in, in doing uh, com- uh, composition and creating these lovely essays that they want, you know, in, in class and stuff. If you don't do it, as you say, in the way that they want it to, and, you know, it, it you're being punished, one, but it's really most of the times not around topics that um, inspire you and you're passionate about. So it, it I can see why you know, mentally, that struggle would, you know, would be there. Absolutely. And that's what needs to change. So because we learned it the wrong way, whenever we hear the word communication or public speaking, we think of fear immediately. We think of stress. We think of anxiety. Instead of seeing it as a life-giving act, I mean, think about your podcast, Henneke. You're, you're celebrating your almost, you're almost there, your 300th episode. Imagine if you chose not to show up. Imagine if you didn't share your message, there'd be a lot of people who would have missed out on what you have for the world and the the ideas that you're sharing. But because of communication, because you worked on it, you're able to help a lot more people because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yes, and 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 as we're talking about this podcast, when I just started, I was so fearful. Like, how am I going to, you know, have conversations with these amazing folks from around the world? They're doing so well. You know, is my how is my voice going to sound? 
Um, am I going to ask the right questions? All of these things, they happen. But you know what? I decided to do it afraid anyway. And here I am almost 300 episodes later. So you're, you're absolutely correct, Kumar. Now, I have a real life scenario I want to ask you about. I have a friend. She's also a client of mine um, in a session that I'm running, some coaching sessions that I'm doing. Now, excellent, phenomenal person, you know, very good at her craft. She's an excellent communicator. And recently, one of the things that we want to work on, she's been asked to be a guest uh, speaker at a particular event. And she was fine all along with knowing um, that she's going to guest present. But then looking on and seeing all these other persons who are on the lineup, it triggered something, triggered fear. And her question is to her, say, you know, wondering what she can say that's meaningful and would be impacting the audience that she's going to present to. Now, speak to this particular individual um, as if you're talking to one of your clients that you're coaching. For sure, Hanukkah. Here's what I would say. You know, for me, life is always about doing the harder thing outside of the stage so that when we get on the stage, it we're fine. So there's a couple of things that I would do. One, I would look at what are we doing to prepare for that presentation? So the way I do it is I actually make the practice harder than the real thing. So I'm interrupting them. I'm asking them a bunch of questions. I'm going through their entire deck. So because of that, when they get to the actual stage, they go, oh, everyone's a lot nicer than Brendan. So this is really easy. <laughs> so, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is acknowledging that the anxiety will always be there. Even for me, even for the guy who coaches people. And the reason, Henneke, is because we need to see it like a boxing match. So let me give you a quick example here. Let's say me and you are having lunch in Jamaica. And Elon Musk calls me. And he goes, you know what? I really loved your episode with Henneke. And I loved your YouTube channel, Brendan. Can you coach me? I'll pay you a million dollars. I'll fly out of my jet tomorrow. Would I be scared? Yeah, it's Elon Musk. Doesn't matter how many CEOs I've coached. I'd be a bit worried. And that's okay. So we need to see fear as not something to remove. We need to see it as a dichotomy to manage, a relationship to manage. So going back to that boxing match, one side of the ring is the fear, the stress, the anxiety, the, ah, I don't want to do this. And the other side of the ring is the message. Why is it important for us to share it? Why does it matter? And the goal is to make sure that when that bell rings and your message and your fear meet in the middle of that boxing match, that your message gets the knockout punch, that your message wins the match. And that's what communication fear is all about. It's not about trying to remove it. It's about making sure that your message wins every single time in that ring. And that's all you need. Wow. Absolutely. And making the practice harder than the actual thing. So it is really what happens before um, you go on stage. And you are absolutely correct. And what I'll add to that, in addition, you know, I'd, I'd say that because this person is an excellent communicator. So and, and knowing how to put presentations together and all of those things. So I would say do the internal work, whatever the internal work. So in addition to some of the uh, preparation, the, the tangible physical things that you do to prepare, 
what what's some of the internal work that we need to do to 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 conquer fear to overcome fear for sure Hanika. you know for me it's always about doing the harder thing so let me give an example of something people can practice that is way harder than a prepared presentation which of course is something you can't prepare for for example the random word exercise the random word exercise is super simple pick a random word like pistachios like nuts like jamaican patties like light bulbs like lights and create random presentations out of thin air with the word. So let's say you're given the word cup. You have to create a presentation right now on the spot with the word cup. Why does this matter, Henneke? It matters for two reasons. One, it helps you deal with uncertainty. Life is uncertainty. You're always surrounding yourself with uncertain moments. When you're having a small talk with somebody, you're meeting somebody new the first time, you have no idea how that conversation is going to go. You have no idea what questions are going to get asked. So the random word exercise helps you prepare for that that uncertainty. And the other reason is that the random word exercise is a lot harder than the real life. I say this all the time to my clients. If you can make sense out of nonsense, Henneke, you could make sense out of anything. And that's really the <laughs> magic of the random words. So I would actually push your friend to do the random word exercise. And she's like, okay, well, you have a prepared presentation. So now you have to give presentations you, you can't prepare for. And so it creates a lot more resilience to communication in general. Ah, the random word exercise. This is a big one. I love that. Um, pretty much what, you know, uh, Toastmasters would, would want us to do in, our, in those impromptu speeches. That's correct. I, yeah. I think the only difference, though, is what Toastmasters does in table topics is they usually prompt with a question. Mm -hmm. like, tell me a moment in your life. But the problem with those questions is it's hard to be consistent because if you don't have that list, you don't practice. That's mm -hmm. why I like the random word exercise because it doesn't require that prompt. You mm -hmm. literally just look in the world, you pick a tree, and you just give a presentation out of the word tree. Mm -hmm. So let's now talk about how to boost the brand image with public speaking. But before we get into that, we are going to take a break and read a review that comes from Alex. This is the username Alex CPDS out of the USA, US of A. And the podcast review says a boost for your productive muscles. Loved the point of view that Henneke brings to this podcast. Yes, Many podcasts out there talk about creating a plan for yourself and then follow through. But what makes this podcast special is that the host keeps the specific listener in mind with the topics. She targets entrepreneurs from the Caribbean as, and as someone who's from the Caribbean islands, myself, I know that we approach learning a bit differently than someone from the States. Her guests are, her guests are from all over the world and provide a much broader perspective on getting stuff done. I'll be tuning in regularly. Thank you, Alex CPDS out of the United States of America. As always, I appreciate when you listen, but even much more when you go a little step further and you take the time to leave a review for the show. It helps the show, it, you know, it's social proof and it gives other person uh, justification for listening. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you wrote a review, I'd love for you to send me an email at hennikawatkissporter at gmail.com and let me know so that I can give you your shout out, your, give you your flaws right now, right here on the show. Thank you so much. I do appreciate you. Now let's get back to talking about overcoming the fear of public speaking. And as I've been, I've been 
having this conversation with Brendan. Um, very inspiring, giving meaningful tips, practical tips, addressing real-life situations. Now we're going to move into boosting our brand image with public speaking. Um, what does, you know, going out in public and, and sharing our voice with the world or a part thereof, what does that do to um, our brand image? Absolutely, Henneke. I think that's a fantastic question. You know, the way that I've always seen communication, people can write this down on a piece of paper, is that communication is an amplifier of ideas. Mm. So what does that mean? That means, or rather, there's two ways of looking at it. It's an amplifier of ideas and an accelerant of dreams. So think about a dream that you have in your mind right now, to be a chef, to be a podcaster, to be a speaker, or to be a better parent for your kids. When you have communication as a toolbox, you're able to get to that goal faster. So when we think about in the context of personal brands, exactly what I'm doing right now in this conversation with you, Henneke, that we're both doing together, is we're both communicating on a platform where there's more than one person listening to it. So for the same hour or 30 minutes that we can invest in one-on-one conversation, we're investing it to talk to 100 or even thousands of people potentially who are listening to this. And that's the power of communication with branding is that it allows you to scale your ideas and amplify them. And that's really the magic. So for you to get inspired to do this, you want to think about the end state of your impact. Don't start with the beginning, start with the end in mind. What do you want your personal brain to be? How do you want it to impact the people around you? And that's what motivates you to go, wait a second, if my goal is to impact millions of lives, I have to get better at communication. It's mandatory or else I won't have enough time in the day to talk to a million people one at a time. I need to actually be able to communicate in a way that 50,000 or 100,000 people can listen to me all at the same time. And how do you make your presentation, make yourself convincing, you know? Um, There are people who go out and they speak and you're like, okay, you're not moved by it at all. But then there are some persons when they talk, they grip you, even if they're talking nonsense, you know, like making up um, that random word presentation, you're talking nonsense, but they're so convincing. So what's the difference really between, you know, a convincing uh, presentation and one that's just blah, you know? For sure, Hanukkah. So here's the way I think about it. Communication is like juggling 18 balls at the same time. So one of those balls is eye contact. One of those balls is facial expression, vocal tone, variety, storytelling, body language, and the list goes on. It can get really confusing for people. So what the best speakers in the world do differently is they're able to juggle all 18 at the same time. Whereas other people who may not, might not be able to do as well, they're probably juggling four of those 18 balls. So it doesn't land as effectively. That's why the advice I always have, Henneke, is to work on one presentation over and over and over again. The reason I'm refined on podcasting is not because I'm special. It's because I always say the same thing on every podcast over and over and over again. Nobody's asking me what my favorite color is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help the audience. No one's asking me what my favorite restaurant is in Montreal. It doesn't add value to the audience. The reason people have me on is to talk about communication. So because I focused in on that one topic, I'm able to refine a single presentation, let's say like a free workshop on communication, and I'm able to do it until it's absolutely perfect. Whereas if you just speak about a bunch of different topics, it's really hard for you to build that up. 
So at the beginning, what I would recommend, Henneke, is find what I call the repeatable presentation in your business. And what's great is that since everyone's a business owner listening to this or an aspiring business owner, you already have that presentation. It is the presentation of how you started your business. Where did the idea come from? You should be practicing that specific presentation until it's absolutely perfect. Last thing I'll say on this is the three keys of impact in communication, which is, are people listening to my ideas? That's one. But people forget two and three, Henneke, which is, are people taking action on my ideas and are people sharing my ideas? And this is what most people miss the ball on is they listen, they speak something. Let's say I do the random word exercise, but people don't actually do the random word exercise. So you have to talk to your audience and figure out ways to change your thoughts there. Mm, wow. Excellent. 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 It's a good point, Brandon, on which we can uh, just ask for your final thoughts and share your contact details and any freebies that you have that you can connect, you know, with our audience with. Absolutely, Hanika. Thanks so much for having me on. So so I'll, I'll give the, the takeaways and then we'll end with my final thought. So there's two ways to keep in touch. The first one is the YouTube channel. Just go to Master Talk in one word, and you'll have access to hundreds of free videos on how to speak. And the second way to keep in touch is my free communication workshop. So if you want to see me do all of this live on a Zoom call, just go to rockstarcommunicator.com and you could watch me facilitate a call on Zoom. In terms of my final thought, what I would say is a question, Henneke. How would your life change if you were an exceptional communicator? A lot of us, when we think of dreaming, we dream about our businesses, our careers, our families, our relationships, our health. But when was the last time we dreamed about a life in which we're a better communicator in it? And for most of us, the answer is never. So I encourage all of you to start dreaming bigger with your communication so you have the motivation to overcome your fears and get your message across. Wow. Dream bigger. Well said. Well said, Brendan. Um, such a meaningful time that we've spent together. Um, impactful message that you have. You know, we all want to be better at communicating. We all want to be better, you know, spreading the message that we have because we all have a voice. We all have a message to spread. There's a song in Jamaica that says, We have a message for spread a yard. This message is pure and true. And this message is just for you, you know. So we all have a message, not uh, not just to spread a yard, as in, in Jamaica only, but to spread it the world. The world wants to hear from us, you know. We have something to say that will change the world. And it's just about how we go about saying it, you know, to be convincing and to overcome that fear that we have. And we all have it, you know, it's that pioneer push that wants us to do well, but there's another part of us fighting that. And so, you know, there's a tug of war, but then ultimately we work to overcome that and we win. So thank you so much, Brendan Kumarazmi. And you have been such an inspiration. I just want to take this opportunity to wish you all the best on your onward journey Continue to inspire, continue to do what you do very well. And um, we keep in touch. Absolutely, Hanika. Thanks so much. Thank you so much as well. And let's move right into today's money tip brought to you by Profit Jumpstarter. And today's tip says learn from great investors. Education is key in sharpening your investment strategy. 
The best way to gain knowledge in an area you want to be successful in is to learn from someone who's an expert in that area. Do your research on something outstanding investors such as Graham, Fisher, Buffett, Templeton, and Lynch, and how they made their fortunes. Each one has dramatically exceeded market performance. Learn and understand their innovative ways to analyze and pick up securities. Learn from great experts. Thank you so much, Profit Jumpstarter. And thank you for tuning in to this episode with Brendan Kamarazmi. So, what's your standout moment for today? Well, there's been many as usual. You know, my guests are amazing. But I love the random word presentation. Really love that. I'm going to share that with the world. I'm going to practice that myself. You know, um, great for just being getting better, I'm sure, at what it is that I have to say. So let me know your standout moment. Send me your feedback at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com or on social media at hennikawatkisporter. Remember to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app or connect with me for all things podcasting, books, courses, um, workshops, all things podcasting at hennikawatkisporter.com. And of course, if you want me to coach you, and I also recently launched the uh, Kids Confidence Coaching Program. So all of that, reach out to me. According to the scriptures for today, now, oh God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. First Chronicles 29, verse 13. What good.